I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. This is Sheffield Live. Good afternoon and welcome to The Squeak. My name's Luke Crofts. I'm James Hargreaves. And we're delighted to be joined by a good friend, Dale uh, Hey, Hiya, uh, kids. Hiya, hiya. He's still as scary as always. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen when you put a microphone in front of Dale. Um, how are you doing? Well, pretty good, in fact. Uh, you know, for a guy who's uh, into his 70th year. I guess really? So. Wow. Yeah. Wowza. These stairs will not be doing you any good. Now, will they? <laughs> well, or some good, I don't know. They, well, they catch us out every week, don't they, James? It's the only size I get up every week, so it's fine by me. Yeah. <laughs> you're a big man, but you're out of shape. Yeah. What film was that from? Michael Caine, that wasn't it? Yeah, I remember the the line. I can't remember the film. Oh. Yeah, all right. I've never seen the film. I just remember the line. <laughs> I think my dad, my dad once said it to somebody. So anyway, <laughs> speaking of exercise, it's been the Yorkshire half marathon today, hasn't it? Yeah, um, it caused havoc on the roads in Sheffield. Apparently, yeah. I say yes to that. <laughs> I get caught in it. Well, I said to James, I went. Dale's coming from London Road, so he might he'll be bang in the middle of all the road closures. Did they not put anything through the door to let you know about? Uh, it? No, but I could have missed it. But I, my friend wanted to go to Waitrose and I, I oh. agreed to take her there and that was ah. the beginning of the end it was just really tied up if I'd have turned just before then I would have been in good shape could have even parked there and gotten walked but what, duh what car have you got now it's a uh, oh um, Vauxhall Corsa ah because um, yeah. what we used to do um, after after our old show me, Danny and John and Dale had got something to eat and we'd yeah. do like a, a food review Yeah, right. and uh one week, Dale took us, and you'd got the old Micra. <laughs> yeah. It was, a, it was an old K-Reg Micra, right? It was, like, it was like you were really low to the ground, weren't you? And every time you turned a yeah. corner or touched something, it made a different noise. Wow. It, it, was, really, it was a really fun car. Brilliant. Well, yeah. this one is actually, the new one is actually, uh, uh, should be called a Rolls Canardly, because it rolls down one hill, can hardly get up another. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Oh well, it sounds fun anyway. Yeah. Um, so, what are you going to be? Uh, what are you going to be doing today then, Dale? You've brought a bit of music for us, and I did. A technological genius. <laughs> we found out how to plug in an yeah. electronic machine into this desk. So we've been working from CDs since the beginning of November, <laughs> and Dale's just come and plugged his uh, his laptop in. So yeah. Uh, sorry, Staples, we'll not be buying any more CDs. <laughs> <laughs> so that's awesome. So we've got a bit of music from Dale Lefebvre. Um, now you used to you've been you've been in Sheffield Live for a while, haven't you? But you were quite a while. Obviously, yeah. you're, you're from the states. You used to have a yeah. radio show over there, didn't you? Yeah, I did on uh, KZYX, which is uh, Mendocino County uh, local radio, and uh, that's well, Mendocino County is about 150 miles north of uh, San Francisco, along the coast, and it's not very heavily populated because it's off the main road. You have to go about an hour uh, towards the coast to get to it, and uh, people just don't live there that much so it's beautiful beautiful coastline and you know the biggest mm. town is 7,000 people for within hours drive and so it's great <laughs> it was a, I thought I'd live there the rest of my life but I ended up in Sheffield <laughs> <laughs> how, a bit of difference I'm gonna say how did you end up in Sheffield oh well my then wife uh, wanted to move back because her mother was losing it and uh, there was nobody oh. to look after her and no see so that's how it went and he stayed. A lot of people that come to Sheffield stay in Sheffield. Yeah. It's got the highest retention rate of the country for students, you know, that come to study and they stay. I have heard that several times and I've met a lot of students who, yeah. you know, came to school here and then yeah. just stayed. Well, I, one of our good friends, Faith, she came, she's from, to be fair, she's from Rochdale, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anywhere else will be better. As um, <laughs> but prob- probably, you know, ruling out Warrington and, and places like that. So she came to uni, yeah. uni of Sheffield yeah. and, then, yeah. and then stayed. So, yeah, it's a great, great city. Um, it was it is interesting you mentioned that because we were uh, last week or the week before I can't remember we were talking about a city in um, uh, just outside of Las Vegas that was up for sale uh, that's a city up for sale uh, not a city like a town <laughs> yeah a little township type place yeah um, oh. and, and it had got like a casino it had got a, um, an airstrip 
and they were selling Holy it for cow. something like a few million dollars anyway. Yeah. Um, wow. like you could you could buy your own buy city, your own uh, town. I keep well, saying city. You won't well, be able to buy well, a city. Tell me the name so I can put my bid in. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got eight million dollars lying around? Oh, only seven. Damn. Oh, that's what, if you had eight million, he'd, he'd, he'd have a, he'd have an insignia instead of a Corsa, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, it's good to have you here, Dale. So you know the format of the show because you, you listened the other week. Yeah. Um, one of the, I mean, one of the big things that's been in the news this week. Yeah. Um, the tax haven scandal. Oh yeah. Um, there's obviously been this leak of papers from the, yeah. one of the most secure sort of firms in the world, yeah. um, and apparently the, the PM's dad has been siphoning money away in this yeah. uh, offshore account. Yeah. What do you make of it? It's it's an interesting. It's nothing's been done illegally. It's it's, it's all, just the morals of it. It's, it? it's the moral argument, and and when you have it's it's come out all this about David Cameron having shares in it, then selling his shares in it and profiting, and then he's made about twenty grand from these yeah. uh, shares that he sold on. But when yeah. when he's been doing that, and then he's then preaching to everybody about how bad it is. Like some of <laughs> some of his quotes from a couple of years ago, the Jimmy Carr thing. I was going to say, yeah, morally reprehensible and stuff. And he's been doing it himself. Look yeah. in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Jimmy Carr did exactly that. I mean, it, it, he he does uh, eight out of ten cats, which is right. pretty much based around everything that's happened during the week. Right. Yeah. And he was like, "Well, what's been in the news?" Well, me. <laughs> so you know, it was it was massive, and it was really bad, and it, it sort of tarnished his reputation a little bit. Yeah. Um, this is, I mean, he's put on Twitter, you know, I, I, would, I wouldn't comment on someone else's taxes because it's morally wrong and, yeah. and whatever else. So he's, he's had his sort of indirect dig. Yeah. But I mean, does it does it not, I mean, obviously the Labour Party have come out and said it, it questions um, it questions his reputation and people lose trust mm. in him. Does it make his position untenable? Well, the Prime Minister in uh, Iceland resigned. He's yeah. resigned over so, it, yeah. That's the difference. In Iceland, 10% of the population went and protested in the capital of Iceland. And... What, we, we got a few hundred people outside Downing Street yesterday. It's, yeah, people are just so apathetic to stuff like this. Well, it's like country. when you look at when you look at some of the things he's, he's released his tax returns uh, yeah. to try and diffuse the um, you know the the, the negative negative uh, feeling around it all. Yeah, and it, it's emerged that when his when his father died, he left him three hundred thousand pounds, which yeah. is just under the inheritance tax threshold. Of course, and then his mother gifted him two hundred thousand pounds. Yeah. <sighs> So Again, it's not illegal. It's, it's still illegal to do. It's um, just to get around. I went on a I, I went on a conference um, with work, and one of the uh, legal guys came and did a talk. Mm. Most boring talk you've ever heard. Uh, obviously, it will be. Um, <laughs> but somebody said, uh, uh, "Is we're talking about something?" And somebody said, "Is that not a loophole?" He went, "It's not a loophole. It's a permitted exemption." <laughs> wow, that's just a fancy name for a loophole. loophole. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. um, it looks like you know they've they've yeah. they've gone round. Um, the yeah, the inheritance yeah, tax threshold, yeah, yeah. Um, but he he's now in a position as prime minister where he cannot uh, criticise anybody, for anybody doing the same thing. Anybody doing this, even in future, now he's he's done it in the past, and obviously people are bringing that up now. But in future, and anybody can get away with it because the prime minister can't criticise it anymore. Or he can get go after those who are doing that sort of thing to yeah. s- stop it because uh, it's really not right. No, it's it's. People, the the people that have the means to contribute to society through their taxes yeah. are the ones that are dodging it, and everybody else suffers as a, as a result. Absolutely. Mm. Well, um, obviously, in two thousand and thirteen, the government cut the top rate of tax from fifty p to forty five p. So that will have benefited him yeah, as well. Some, he some he happened say. to be in that tax ban, didn't he? Yeah. Which, yeah. which I think you know, there's going to be coincidences here, but it's a nice, convenient coincidence, isn't it? That, yeah. When you that earn people can latch on to when you earn one hundred and forty two and a half thousand pounds a year, yeah. um, that's you know five pence off every pound. Is but is then, quite then a there's also the argument of is that enough for the person in charge of the whole country that that kind of salary? Because you look at what you know, any other business uh, CEO gets like hundreds and hundreds of thousands of pounds a year, and is, is hundred and forty grand a year enough for running the country? That's um, pretty low. Mm. Yeah, yeah, the president earns quite a lot, doesn't he? Oh, it's not that much. Uh, I don't remember exactly what it is, but it's it's not it's not an astounding amount. Oh, he's going to look it up on his <laughs> phone immediately. I, I didn't think it was that much. It's. A couple hundred thousand pounds equivalent, I would guess. But yeah. uh, let me yeah. let me have a quick look. He's looking. He's looking. Oh yeah, four hundred grand. 
$400,000. So it's yeah. probably about, what, 300000 $300, maybe? No, 270000 well, yeah, 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 more like that. That's not so it's double. amazing. But then again, America's a lot bigger. So, it yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. But when you get uh, the likes of Danny DeVito coming out and criticising you, then you know you've done something wrong, haven't you? Just, did you see that in the, in the news? Danny DeVito? At, at some film premiere, premiere or something, yeah. Danny DeVito's been there criticising David Cameron. Really? Yeah, and, so, and saying that Jeremy Corbyn would be a better Prime Minister. Well, wow, he's got a point. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, well, Ray Ray's text uh, tweeted us in, as you can, at the squeak. She put, the only reason anyone in the UK cares is because they are not clever, she went clever, enough to do it themselves. I'm not angry, I'm impressed. Maybe they're not clever enough. <laughs> <laughs> clever, just whop off some taxes. And- well, yeah, some people, some people will have that view. I mean, yeah, yeah. it is clever. It, you know, it like I say, it's not legal. That's it. And, and there's, there's people that you can pay a lot of money to to do this for you and work like this Mossack Fonseca group that that the leaking uh, the leak of the papers has come from. Ah, we don't know where the leaks come from though, do we? No, but I mean the business yeah, that's centered around mm-hmm. uh, Mossack Fonseca. But it's an interesting. It's, it's their job to do that. Mm. It's an interesting. Uh, I mean, do you think do you think the leak happened as it was discovered, or do you think they've waited until a, a, a specific time? Well, look, the leak it's interesting how this has happened because um, it's, it's like the WikiLeaks thing when um, that came out. And there was two or three newspapers that got involved, and it, apparently this Mossack Fonseca leak happened about nearly a year ago, and the papers because there's 11 million documents. The papers have, have sat on it and shared it around every other news agency. That's right. Those guys in Germany got it, and they just they realized what a massive thing it was, and they couldn't yeah. handle it, so they started sending it out to others. So, so the original WikiLeaks was uh, the Spiegel, the Guardian, and um, was it New York Times? Yeah. Uh, and and now this one, those three got got the initial papers, right. realized they couldn't handle it, and so the BBC, the Times. Uh, yeah. The Icelandic uh, paper, every, every kind of news agency has got involved and well, has secretly been looking yeah. through it for the last nine months or so. Oh, right, okay. So it's, uh, it's interesting. And apparently, we're just scratching the surface of it. There's lots more to come, apparently. Oh, Ooh. yeah. You can you can guarantee that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so um, let us know what you think. Tweet us in at the squeak. Please let us know. Um, thanks, Ray Ray, for tweeting us in. Dale, uh, we'll have uh, one of your songs now. Yeah, uh, tonight I'm going to see... You're going to have to read the name of the lady in there because I forgot who it was. <laughs> is it? Uh, it's Roxanne DeBastian. Roxanne DeBastian is going to be at the Greystones this evening. So uh, I've got a press pass, <laughs> so I'm going to go see her. It's a great little venue. Uh, but yeah, and this is, she's a pretty good singer, and well, you're going to hear an example of it right now. Excellent. This is Wasteland, you're listening to The Squeak on 93.2 FM.
So that was uh, what was her first name? <laughs> Roseanne. Ro- Roxanne de Roxanne Bastien. De Bastien. Yeah, and she'll be at the Greystones tonight. And uh, you've got just a little bit of Johnny Clegg <laughs> and Jaluka in the beginning of the end. Yeah, you it was all going so well. You played the wrong do, song. Do we had technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah, my bad. We, we we introduced our laptop into it, and I just couldn't do oh, it. Oh, it was that. I see. I have to introduce these young guys into the technology of today. <laughs> I know, yeah. Dale's had to show us what to do. <sighs> Be a first Delta, yeah. No, that was a that was a nice song though. Hmm. On this uh, lovely day in Sheffield, it's lovely today, isn't it? It's it is. outstanding. It's been uh, it's been a bit of a funny week though for the weather. It's been a bit up and down. It was thundering and lightning wow. on Wednesday. Mm. Yeah. It was in Hillsborough anyway. It was crazy. And there's a song that got got queued up for a little later, which I've been listening to all week, which is a, a Sheffield classic of uh, Screaming Maldini, and. I just had to play it today, and I got forced by Ray as well. She told me we had to play it, because uh, it's called Summer Somewhere. Uh, oh, that's nice. The theme of the song is that it's always summer somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think where it will be. It will be in Australia now, probably. Oh, no, saying no, that. No, spring, or autumn, autumn, sorry, autumn, yeah. Yeah, it's normally... Yeah, it's normally sort of into January, winter. February, isn't it, Going in Australia? Yeah. Mm. But their winter is like our summer, I think. <laughs> well, I came, yeah. Yeah, I came back uh, in January, Um and I got off the plane in shorts and t-shirt, and then it was snowing in, in Heathrow. It was yes. awful. That's a, that's a big mistake to do. <laughs> yes, yes, I learnt the yeah. hard way. Yeah. But yeah, so, so it's always great to sit. It, like when, when you go going somewhere, you come back and you're waiting for you know your taxi or something from the airport, and you, you're sat in the arrivals, but watching all the people have been on holiday coming stepping off the plane and through arrivals wearing just shorts and a t-shirt yeah it's it's uh, you know that, that it's just going to end badly yeah <laughs> um anyway um yeah did you watch the grand national yesterday no oh. <laughs> no neither did i luke so you're on your own here all <laughs> oh, right should we just should we kibosh that one then um did you not have a bet or anything no do you know what I was doing whilst the Grand National was on yesterday? I was watching The Return of the Pink Panther. Oh, it's uh, a better choice, I'd yeah. say. Have you seen the uh, Pink Panther's to-do list? No. Oh, God, no. To-do. 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 Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> High-class quality uh, comedy. <laughs> we, we found the level of the show now. Yes. Um, I think we found it a long time ago. Um yeah, well, I mean, um, I had a, I had a, I had four horses yesterday. None of them mm. came anywhere, so I I, <laughs> I lost. 
You bet um, on them? You actually bet on them? I, I, I usually have a bet on Grand National. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm only like a couple of quid. Not not going mad. Yeah. Um, one needn't. <laughs> yeah. It's anybody's race, though. And the uh, mm. the winner was, I think he ended up being 50 to 1 or something. Thir- 33 to 1, I think. Oh, is that how it finished? Yeah. It was yeah. um, Michael O'Leary's horse, wasn't it? And He'd make it quite a bit on a two pound bet. Yeah. For yeah. That. yeah. Um, it was uh, Rule the World That's that the won. Um, oh, that should have told you right there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Um, and well, they've had a, they won the Irish National as well, and then they won the Grand National, so they Ooh. won two of the two of the really big races. So yes. it was uh, it was a good good victory for the horse. Mm. Yeah. But as I say, it's Michael O'Leary's horse, and part of me just doesn't want him to win anything because have, have you ever been on a Ryanair flight? Yes, uh, yeah, it's, it's his horse. Who oh, is it? Ryanair, yeah, I so. missed a Ryanair flight because they locked me out. Really? Why? Really? How, there you go, you see. Oh. You went drunk and disorderly again, were you there? No. Uh, <laughs> they sent me an email saying I had to get the boarding pass, but I was away, and I got back like an hour before I was supposed to leave for the airport, and I just happened to check, and I said, oh, my God, it's you know, it's too late. So I thought, well, I'll explain, and they'll you know yeah. be nice about it. And they I explained, were. and they weren't nice about it. And, and then in the end... <laughs> When I w- said, okay, I had to pay an extra 72 pounds or something just mm. for this freaking boarding pass. <laughs> and and, they, and then uh, by the time I finally agreed to do it, they said, oh, sorry, flight's locked out now. Yeah. I will never, ever take Ryanair again, no matter what. So you lost. You ended up losing on quite a lot of money then, I guess. Yeah, yeah. well, at least I didn't pay the 72 pounds and then get locked out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I suppose, yeah, yeah every cloud. But, yeah. So what did you do in that situation? How did how did you get back? I just came home. Just that was it. So you didn't go. End of oh, story. so it was on your outbound flight. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Oh, right. So. We say if it was the other way around, you would have been yeah, stuck. Imagine, imagine if you yeah. if you were if it was your inbound flight coming back and you just stuck there. You yeah. got no alternative but to find some money and find another flight, aren't you? Oh, Ryanair. No, it was similar thing happened to me with British Air. I got to the airport late because the tra- there was train delays. And I, you know, I went to the to the desk. I said, I, 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 I couldn't even <laughs> speak, you know. And then finally, when I got power of uh, speech back, I said, Oh, I was, you know, I told her what happened, and she said, Oh, that's okay. We'll put you on another flight. Yeah. Problem solved, you know. And uh, sometimes it pays to pay a little more and get service. Yeah, well, you do get what you pay for. Yeah. Um, me and a few friends went on holiday. Um, to Fort Aventura, and we were flying Ryanair, and it's one of the funniest experiences mm. I've ever had. Um, there was me and our mate Dan, and Dan's a bit of a character. Um, yeah. He's away, he's, he's on another level, he's, he's gone. <laughs> yeah. And he was sat in the window, and uh, the, the air pressure was slightly off, so you couldn't really hear what, what the cabin crew was, was saying. So he was trying to order a, a, a sandwich, yeah. and her English wasn't very good either. So <laughs> he says, um, what hot meals have you got? And she's like, what, what? Like, hand to the ear and everything. It's like, what hot meals have you got? And I was sat in the middle, like, one eye from one to the other. And I knew, I could have easily just translated, but yes. I, was having, I was laughing too much. <laughs> and in the end, she ended up saying, oh, we've got Strongbow and Heineken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was Liquid fu- lunch. Oh, it was the funniest fly. And then, and then I, asked for a, I asked for a meatball panini. She went back, oh, we haven't got any. I said, okay, I'll have a cheese and onion. So she went back, oh, we haven't got okay. any. I went, what have you got? She went, oh, we've got his ham. I went, I'll have one of them then. <laughs> it was just everything about it was just sort of like Mickey Mouse, I'm but su- it was funny. I'm surprised she didn't say Strongbow and Heineken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we needed it to get through the flight, but, uh, but yeah, I know what you're saying, Dale. You, you pay for a level of service and, mm. and you get what you pay for. It turns out that way. <laughs> Although I've fl- flown a, like EasyJet and that, and there's, it's been not a problem. Mm. So I, mm. I, I just have a thing with Ryan here. Well, that's what happens once you've had a bad experience. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, we've had a tweet in from Scotterillo. Hello, yes. Scotterillo. Hey, Scott. He said, uh, I backed a horse called Dad's Best Top. I was told it was a great jumper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Me and Scotterillo are on the same, yeah. uh, same <laughs> level, I think. Scotterillo's found your level and he's beaten it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, um, it's funny that because um, somebody once gave me some advice, said never buy hmm. a second-hand toaster because you'll get your fingers burned. Oh, <laughs> oh Jesus! Um, shall we have uh, the first song from our repertoire, James? Yeah, so a big shout out to Connor Houston who sold out a Lebmill last night. Yeah, nice one, mate. Yeah, and this one's his latest single, "Loose End Lovers." It's the squeak on ninety-three point two FM. I'm trying to 
Don't you just need a fade out in a song, Luke? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I quite like him. Connor Houston there. He's he's, he's great. I, I'm a bit good because I forgot all about the gig, so I didn't go. Oh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, because originally no ashes were going to be on, and, and Carlton Maloney postponed it, pushed it back because Connor was playing. Yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah, and and yeah, sold out. And, and I've seen the pictures; it looked amazing. Yeah, he's he's a great singer, and he should go far. That guy. Yeah, he's um, influenced by Bowie, isn't he? We we played mm. um, Champagne Eyes. That's right. Yeah, I remembered it. <laughs> Ooh, I know. Yeah, I'm quite impressed with myself. Yeah, um, and that was a really good track. So. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't go because it was my friend's divorce party last night. So, nice. Yeah, she's happy. That, that's a thing nowadays. Apparently, <laughs> I think it was just an excuse to get, you know to get together and celebrate the. Uh, Were both parties there, or just uh, <laughs> uh, no? <laughs> only only one party would celebrate anything. Ah. It was great though. We were at the Queen's Ground, so it was just up the oh. road from us. And uh, mm. and you did karaoke. I did karaoke as usual. Yeah, love a, love a sing song. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you've been out in the uh, in the wild today, Dale. I have Ekasal Woods, which is out Abbeydale Road and by Bee Chief. And it, uh, my friend uh, Kay wanted to show me a um, heron heronry heronry where, where they have their nests. Oh right, right. okay. And uh, I thought, a oh. spot of ornithology. Yeah, <laughs> and I thought, oh, that that sounds pretty good. I love herons, and so we're walking up to it and. We see a heron take off from the nest, which is was great. And then we stare at the nest for a while, and we see somebody flapping their head around and their you know, their wings and whatnot. And uh, oh, I'm not. I think so. It was. Oh no, you're okay. Okay, now. Sometimes, <laughs> if you make sudden movements, that yeah. microphone just goes. I, I <laughs> noticed that because I couldn't hear anything in here. But well, the headphones anyway. aren't great either. So. Oh, that's another point. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we watched for a while, and pretty soon, uh, Kay's friend came walking along. <laughs> we said, hey, come on over. And so uh, we watched the herons for a little while. It was uh, quite impressive. There were about a dozen nests up in the way in the top of the trees. And They're quite big birds as well, aren't they? They are, yeah. and they seem to want to nest at the ends of the branches, right. <laughs> and these very thin branches. I don't quite know what their thing is when the storms come. But mm. <laughs> And then we went to see the Orange Creek. Uh, the water is actually clear, but... From the uh, uh, the area is orange from a, I think a mine or something, and so the whole thing the bottom is orange and it, where it goes into the the little river it, it's kind of orange for a while as well. Yeah. So it's kind of kind of fun to see. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on bluenile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. I've just sorry. I've just seen your braces. Oh. They're awesome. Oh. <laughs> I remember you had some. Uh, you had some ruler braces. Yeah, yeah. They were pretty cool. I've gotten quite a few since then. So, <laughs> yeah, for, a for few the years benefit ago. of the radio. Let's oh just yeah. Say the, 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 <laughs> yeah, because, because because the people at home can't see the braces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're uh, the rainbow coloured. Rainbow. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. You like getting outdoors, don't you, Dale? You do a lot of. Uh, I do a lot of your work outside, don't you? And, and yeah, I do. Uh, what I do is called new games, which are cooperative group games, which are nothing to do with computers, but just to do with people doing, well, almost like, looks like children's games, but uh, for all ages. And uh, they do have some competition sometimes, but it doesn't matter who wins. It's just playing the game. And uh, I, as of this last couple of days, I've figured out that I've got a tour in uh, the States for uh, June. 
uh, in uh, M- M- Grand Rapids, Michigan, and Geneva, Illinois. And then I'm going to go to a New Games reunion in the Sa- B- San Francisco Bay Area at the end of June. So Awesome. It's all happening. So it's like, like team-building exercises type things. Uh, that's one way to describe them, yeah. yeah. Lots of- I've done some really terrible team-building exercises with work, but yours your sound really good. I wish we- uh, you mm. know, I might pitch it, actually. I might say give Dale a, yeah. drop Dale a line for the next one. Cause that sounds good. You get out and about and you, you know, yeah. having fun. As yeah. opposed to running around Liverpool City so Centre. Some of those team building exercises are so cringy and convoluted. Well, the thing yeah. is, they, 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 after you do them, they say, well, why didn't you trust so-and-so? <laughs> like, ah! Because I don't like him. Yeah. You know, We don't generally <laughs> talk honest. about the games afterwards. You know, We just do them for fun. If you do it in a workshop where you're working on problems within a company, we might talk about things, but not uh, like what did you do, but you know, how are these things like uh, your regular work thing? And, that, and we get into it that way, but in, uh, in a general way. And, uh, well, that's, that's what we do. It sounds really cool. Yeah. Yeah. You do a lot of uh, you do a lot of like new and interesting things. I remember uh, you used to practice laughing yoga. I I was a a, uh, a course leader in that yeah for a oh, while. Yeah, and I remember that. That sounded really interesting yeah, to me as well. It, it is good. I think it's good stuff. But it's in the end, I thought, well, new games is really my thing. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and uh, I want to stay with that. And plus, laughter yoga wasn't exactly something that would make you rich. <laughs> but, oh yeah. But then again, neither is new games. But at least it pays. <laughs> So I stuck with that. That but, sounds good. But that, the laughing yoga thing kind of makes a little bit of sense because anybody who listens to this show will know Dale from the advert that we play for, for ah. his show. Oh, uh, yeah. Which, oh, which, is, right. which is known as that advert. <laughs> <laughs> do you know? Um, I have a couple of them, actually. <laughs> when, I, when, when we used to do um, Communities Live. Yep. You made one. I, I'd met you through um, Kevin Resley. Right, uh, and then I said, "Oh, we'll have to have Dale on because he's he's like really eccentric, really funny guy." Yeah. And um, I don't, I think we hit you with a bit of a whirlwind because you came and sat there. I've got John Hemingham <laughs> and Danny Pietnik. We've had Danny Pietnik on the show, so you know yeah. how crazy he is. Yeah. And we all just broke into, <laughs> and D- Dale was sat there like, "Oh my god!" And we, did, I'm home. <laughs> we did it. We did it perfectly though. Yeah, a cappella. Yeah. They did the backing, I did the wow. the, the voiceover. You it were harmonising at that. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> you it recorded one, too, uh, that I can use occasionally. Oh, yeah, we yeah, recorded it's on, it. It's on the system. Is it? It is. Well, <laughs> I didn't know that. I'll have to find that one out. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll have a look it, for that while we, we play the next track, yeah. yeah. Um, what is the next track? Because I'm going to look for it. next track is the Silver Darlings. Um, these guys are just signed to uh, new Sheffield-based Ankle Breaker Records. And they sent this one through, just like you can. And it's called Watermark. You listen to The Squeak on 93.2 FM. She had a smile like yours Always half amused So is it any longer If I get confused and from time to time I have to double take and sign When I realize my mistake I hold this paper up to the light See the watermark in between the sheet, yeah She is the watermark Eyes like yours, soft and sad, focused middle distance on the bad luck she'd had from time to time. Oh, I blink and you're gone, and it's her face that I focus on. I hold this paper up to the light, see the watermark. She is the watermark I 
She had a heart like yours Black as night When all the stars are Shining bright well She blazed down on me Like the sun The shadow lingers Long after she's gone I hold this paper Up to the light See the watermark In between the sheets, yeah She, 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 she I hold this paper Up to the light See the watermark In between the sheets, yeah She is the watermark This is Sheffield Live So that's the Silver Darlings And that one's out on the April the 25th They're doing a gig at the Brothers Arms At Ely as well To launch that song The Brothers Arms Yeah Where's that? Healy, but, but obviously yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the place that um, the Everly Pregnant Brothers kind of all bought in, and ah, uh, and uh, they renamed it the Brothers Arms, I think. Oh. And then they did their gigs for tramlines last year there. Oh right, okay, I like that track. That was good. Yeah. Um, in the midst of all that, um, <laughs> I found I managed to Dale's helped me find the uh, jingle that me, John, and Danny did um, oh, yeah. six years ago, <laughs> yeah. uh, and it's there on the first page. And I've just never realised what it was. The LJD at the end should have given yeah. it away for well, Luke. You, John, need, you it? need to play it now for everyone to. Yeah. to so it's know. short. This was um, this was something that me and uh, John and Danny did just off the cuff, uh, unplanned. It's, it's your Dale, version of that yeah. advert. Yeah, that advert. There we go. The Max Chen Show. Now at a new time. I've got it word for word. 5 to 6 p.m. Here, unusual music and comedy. Now that's quite special, if I do say so myself. Um, And I remember, at least, afterwards you went, you got it right. (laughs) Why? Was he doing a Mr. T impression? All right. My accents aren't the best. Um. But yeah, so that was uh, we had some fun back then, didn't we? We did. We that um, was, that was a crazy show that we did. Well, yeah, we had to, <laughs> Communities Live is supposed to stick to a what's happening in Sheffield sort of thing, and we sort of sort of tested the boundaries a little bit. Well, but the, ours our show was the hour after. Well, that. We, yeah, we ended up doing an hour following on from Communities Live, yeah. so we could do all the daft stuff, and then we actually <laughs> went back to basics with the Communities Live model, yeah. and doing what we should have been doing. So we sort of did half an hour serious, half an hour unserious, and then we did an hour serious and an hour daft. Um, but Soundbites yeah. was good. Like I say, everybody would just bring a CD yeah. from somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Danny had bring, Danny had, me and Danny had put, put and, and Dale had put work into it, John had just bring whatever was in the glove box, and it was like <laughs> some kind of 80s compilation. I've, I've seen John's record collection before, or his tasting records, and uh, so I can imagine what kind of 80s trash he, he brought with him. Well, 80s I, trash, did you say? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I quite enjoyed it though, even though he put no effort in it whatsoever. Yeah. Um, it dropped me back off in Hillsborough, so well, I sort of let it fly. But, but jo- John was, John's just hilarious, isn't he? Um, oh, he's quite a it was too It was too quick even for me. He'd be oh, saying, he'd be saying stuff. Funny. He'd be saying stuff, and it'd go straight off my head, and I'd just carry on. My yeah. dad, dad would be sitting at home. He'd, he'd be laughing, he'd be laughing, and I'd, I'd just miss it all. One <laughs> of them, he came out with. He said, uh, "We must have done a story about something or other." And he went, "Well, three cheers for rap music, hip hop." <laughs> and I just like, mm, yeah, whatever. Yeah, far too quick for me. Well, yeah. we needed a straight man. Let's face it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I know what you mean. I know what you're saying. Um, so, Dale, um, yeah, yeah. where are you with um, singing talent shows like X Factor, The Voice, so on? Well, I used to watch them. Uh, whoops, my mic went again. It's gone again. Yeah. Hello, hello, hello. No, it's gone. <laughs> hello, hello. There yeah, there it is. <laughs> uh, I used to watch them, but I uh, lately I've kind of given up on it because. I didn't. I don't like the fact that they're doing cover versions of things rather than their own stuff. And mm. well, you know. Yeah, it's it's just like so you find somebody with a good voice, and that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's no originality there, really, is there? No. The Voice has just crowned its winner for this year. It's Kevin Sim. Um, now he was in Liberty X after winning uh, Pop Stars in 2001. So really, his career has sort of stemmed twice now yeah. from these talent shows. So. This wow. was sort of like a last-ditch thing for him. He's 35 years old, yeah. um, and he's won The Voice. So, mm. But actually, we say that, and uh, the winner's single is going to be an original one. I think he's written it himself. Um, all right. So, <laughs> all right. Yeah. maybe. Yeah. 
He's well, going to be launching a solo I, career. Based I didn't on, read it, but I saw a story yesterday saying the winner's single mm. was announced. So yeah, it's all. Did, did they all announce their individual ones before if they won or something? Um, obviously, because I've done my research, um, I didn't watch it, so I don't know. <laughs> but um, <laughs> his winner's single is called "All You Good Friends," um, but the lyrics sort of like reflect his experience. I think so. You know, it's about proving no, naysayers wrong and, and yeah. you know fighting the fight and all that. So. Um, we'll is it see. fair that he's won? Because he, he's but already been on and done done the, his thing. There has why, the, why not give someone else the opportunity? There has been some controversy because apparently, yeah. as part of the format, um, if somebody lets somebody go home, then another judge can steal them. And apparently, that's what's happened. But it was all oh. planned. Paloma mm. said Paloma sent him home, and then Ricky Wilson sort of said, "Oh, I'm going to steal him." But apparently, that was all prearranged. Right. So it must mm. have been earmarked for a, a final. S- spot at least whether or not he were going to win was was up in the air but he's won so hmm. Hmm. but they, they, they're not refusing uh, sorry the, the BBC are refusing to reveal the, the voting figures are they? Hmm. like which is unusual unbelievable because yeah. what it's not that important I mean come on I thought they had to nowadays with, after all the phoning phoning scandals and stuff so they could fix it and nobody yeah, would ever potentially. know well wow. they said they're not going to do it so um, <sighs> BBC I know but every uh, every single that is sold, um, twenty percent, uh, twenty pence, sorry, will be donated to Comic Relief. So oh, okay. that's that's good. Yeah, yeah. You don't win as much though if you win the do, voice. Do you know what I'm going to do though? Is I'm going to give twenty pence to Comic Relief, so I don't have to buy it. <laughs> so you don't have to buy the single. <laughs> that's, that's a good good policy. You don't um, you don't win as much on the voice though. You only win hundred grand. And oh, a, and, a, and a record deal. God. Yeah. But the X Factor, you get a million pound record deal. So, Ooh. slipped up there, Kev. I'm, I'm not sure yeah. that the actual artist gets a million pounds. I think mm. it's it's the structure of the deal where, you know, with all the marketing and stuff, they'll it, make the it, money it out of that. Yeah. You probably get 20 pence and, yeah. <laughs> and the rest yeah. goes to everybody else. The artist you gets don't, You don't become a millionaire by winning the X Factor, put it that way. No. Um, well, I think I think... A lot of the contestants that didn't win have probably made more mm. than the winners. Like, look at One Direction. Mm. Mm. Uh, they didn't win, and they're yeah. massive, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. It's crazy expo- big. Amazing exposure. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, to have that, you know, television all over the country. It's mm. Well, that's why they're saying, is it fair? Because he's already been there and done it once. Mm. Yeah, I, I think, you know, give someone else an opportunity. Yeah. He's, he's had his opportunity. He's, he's had his, his 15 minutes of fame. <laughs> let, let somebody else have their 15 minutes of fame and then disappear. Yeah. <laughs> quite, quite, uh, quite set on your opinion then about these shows, James. Yes, I, I used to like Dale was saying earlier. It's doing cover versions, and that's the reason why. And I know it didn't last very long, but the Fame Academy on BBC in that the was early two thousand, it was good because it was based on talent. They they had to write their own songs. They had mm. to be able to play an instrument and and then play live. It was much better kind of format because it was good. more about the talent. Yeah, sounds and, great. And then the show flopped, flopped after a bit. So, <laughs> well, so who am I to no, say this? Well, the BBC haven't got the money that ITV have to to, no. to do to do to compete really. And the voice is going to be on ITV anyway from next year. All the all the coaches have said more or less we're not yeah. going to be doing it. So, so yeah, now, no. now we're we're going to get non-stop. Aren't we? We're going to have X Factor for six months, and we're going to get the voice for six months. And, and then Britain's, Britain's got, got talent, talent in between. between. I heard though that those shows the ratings were going down, down, yeah, down. So they, they're not going to continue them if they keep doing that. Um, as we, long as we can only hope. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's money in Simon Cowell's pocket, I'm, I don't think he's going to be bothered. Yeah. Somehow. What, um, what, the, gonna, what the heck is your T-shirt? What is that? It's, it's Doctor Who. T- yeah, it's, it's oh, okay. two of the doctors from Doctor Who oh, in, in the yeah, pose yeah, yeah. from um, the guys from Pulp Fiction. Oh right! Oh, right, is that? Right, oh yeah, right, um, right. Uh, John Travolta and Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, That's the, it. The the Banksy image yeah. that he did. Yeah, but with Doctor Who instead of Samuel L. There and Travolta. Speaking of Travolta, have you been watching O.J. Simpson crime story? I have American crime story. I watched the first see, uh, episode and then sort of didn't follow it up. Really, oh, it's been amazing. I I mm. love shows like this. It's it's just the look behind the scenes. Everybody knows what happened in a trial, don't they? But yeah. The look behind the scenes and the politics behind it all, and how they twisted everything and yeah. made it come out in a certain way. It's been, it's been amazing. I, th- yeah. I think that's finishing this week. I think. I think so. It's close to the end anyway. Yeah. Well, they're bringing out making a murderer season two, and they reckon there's going to be uh, new evidence found that might yeah. 
acquit Stephen Avery. If you haven't seen the first series, don't bother. <laughs> <laughs> Just spoilt it. But you it. haven't though, because that's that's a good thing about making a murder is that you you come to your own conclusion by watching yeah. it, and your your own conclusion sways episode to episode. It's very very well done. I have to say. It is a brilliant documentary. It's one of the best documentaries I've seen. Where is it at? Have it's you seen Netflix. it, Dale? No. Oh, it's Netflix. It's a Netflix exclusive. It follows oh. follows the Stephen Avery uh, trial. Um, so he, he's, wrong, he's, wrongly, he's wrongly sent to prison for murdering somebody. Hmm. And then he's acquitted after a long time in prison. Yeah. And then he gets arrested again for another murder. Oh, um, man. And this, this sort of like the police that don't want to lose face and then you're not sure whether he's done it. And yeah. It's, whether he's been fitted up. Or it's fascinating. It's, it's amazing. It's fascinating. The Making of a Murderer, it's called? Making making a Murderer. Making yeah. a Murderer. Yeah. Netflix, okay. It's, it's, worth, it it's worth the Netflix subscription for a month just just yeah. for that show. Okay. And, and they, they put it all in one uh, in one batch so you don't have to wait for right. for the yeah. next ones to come out in a yeah. week or, or whatever. So we, we watch quite a lot of them. Yeah. yeah. You, you do get hooked really easily. Well, it's one of those shows where you, you end up putting it on and then you just one more, just one more. But <laughs> by the time you finish, it's four in the morning and you're like, I, I really need to sleep, but I need to know what's happening next. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. that, that uh, kind of occurred with, oh, what was that uh, series, Bad... Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad, Breaking yeah. Bad yeah. yeah, that was another brilliant one. My friend, uh, who's, is, who I go to for massage, lent me the whole six series, and uh, it's just I, like, oh, I have to know what happens next. I know. found that really hard to get into. The first two oh. series were, were just so slow and, and boring for me. I, it took me two or three goes to get into it, but mm. then after that, it was uh, awesome. I, I was exactly was the same as you, James. Exactly the yeah. same. I thought it was well acted, really well acted. Yeah, it was. Aaron Paul was great. Yeah. Well, um, we're gonna we're gonna have another track, um, and then we are coming on to the living wage. Um, who is this first, James? This is Screaming Maldini because it's always summer somewhere, Luke. <laughs> Marvelous. Get in touch via Twitter. Um, we're talking living wage after this. Screaming Maldini.
So, incredibly missed band. Um, uh, they split up just a couple of years ago, and that was one of the last singles. And mm. it's it's been, as I was just saying off air, it builds and builds. And it's it's one of those that's stuck in my head for the last week or so. Yeah, and uh, you did warn me about the gap, so thank you. <laughs> yeah, didn't have you to did, panic this you did, time. You didn't mind panic the gap. The song was finishing. Mind the gap. Although I did panic, even though I knew about it. It's quite, <laughs> it's quite a long break, isn't it? Anyway, yeah, I mentioned before we we're going to talk about living wage. Now, the national living wage is coming into force, um, and what's happening is companies are deciding to cut perks and certain uh, pay structures so they can afford, so-called afford, to pay um, employees the going right now. Um, Cafe Nero, for example, have decided to cut the um, the free lunch perk. So now they're saying you can't have a free lunch for the staff. anymore for the staff. Yeah. yeah, sorry, not just for anybody. Uh, Should have made that <laughs> clear. Say I'd be there every lunchtime if it was free lunch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what, what do you think? Do you think this is? Um, do you think it's right? Do you think it's expected? It winds me up because I don't know what Cafe Nero's profits were last year, but I'm sure that they can plug the gap. And, and still give the staff the perks because mm. it, it, by the very fact it's a living wage they're, they're paying the minimum wage that they can to these people mm, that's yeah. it. so you know that that perk is just an, an, a little bonus for for being there well from 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 this month it goes up to seven pound twenty an hour which is not which is not very much still is it really no it's not um, and and they, they want to build loyalty so that the uh that the staff stay around and and they're happy working there. Mm. Uh, I, I, I think that they could put the back gap themselves, but that's just my opinion. I think you're right. Yeah. Well, I know a, a friend of mine last night was saying that her the, the firm that her brother works for they're now scrapping um, uh, premium for working overnight. So the the yeah. premium that they would have got is now been taken away because they've had to give everyone a pay rise yeah. so it's sort of give, giving them a pay rise but taking away sort of other stuff so they can yeah so they're working overnight those unsocial hours and not getting any more no, it winds me up mm. really winds me up I, I think the best companies in the world are the ones that people want to work for well the company that I work for has a, a sort of mentality that if, you, if you're happy um, you're more likely to succeed yeah um, yeah uh, makes uh, sense uh, to me a, a model that a lot of companies use is once you've succeeded, you'll be happy. Well, yeah. we we work the other way around. You've got to be happy first, otherwise, you, otherwise you're not going to be motivated. Exactly. And I think Richard Branson has that kind of mentality, and he, he kind he tries to preach that to yeah. everybody when he does his talks. Look things. after your employees, yeah. and your employees will look after your clients. Well, the studies they've done show that people do respond better if they're treated well, and they, they mm. make better business. You know, they do better business for yeah. the, the firm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if you take Sheffield based One Disco just down the road from here, uh, they, they introduced unlimited holidays a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. Virgin and, have done that as well, haven't they? Yeah. And and people were like, what? You can't do that. People will just take the mickey in. And they've found that people are actually taking less holidays but being happier in work. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, time to squeeze the last one in for uh, Record Store Day, which happens next week. Who is it, James? This is the incredible Magpie Band who are headlining at the Washington uh, for the LP Record Store, Record Store Day gig.
Credible Magpie Band, uh, that's Straight Lines, they'll be playing the Washington next Saturday for Record Store Day. Biggest day of the year. Yeah, for, for record shops, definitely. Uh, and there's also Promenade Cinema, Miss Noma and Dirty Flowers on that bill, so it's well worth going down to the Washington for a free entry gig. Absolutely. Dale, it's been a pleasure having you on. Thanks for having me. We'll have you again, definitely, Bye. when we've got a bit more time to talk to you in depth. Yeah. Time for DJ Ski now. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.